This is an SJC Radio production. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. <laughs> Welcome to episode two of series four of Pit Stop. Now, <laughs> the episode that we recorded last week, it didn't go out on the radio because the radio wasn't live. It wasn't, it wasn't up live. and running last week, no, was it, broken. Joe? It was broken, broken. was it? Uh, but it did go out on uh, podcast. Yes. So the podcast is available for last week. Uh, slightly different this week. Uh, so I am joined by... Not really the usual crew. We've got Max and Joe. Hello. Uh, Ed, we think, is in further maths. He might might be joining us, but he probably doesn't know where we are. No, well, we're outside, isn't it? We are. This is a first for Pit Stop. We are recording this outside. The sun is shining. We thought, let's record this outside. And another first, we've actually got Finn in person. Yeah, hello. So, um, excellent. So, right, where are we going to start? I, I'm going to start off. We haven't got Nathan either. Nope. He doesn't know where we are, does he? Nope. Right, so we won't we won't hear from Nathan or Ed because we didn't tell them we're going to be outside. I just made the call at the last minute to go outside. Um, and we are slightly pushed for time because lunch starts in 20 minutes' time. So we, we, can't, uh, we can't really wait for them, I'm afraid. But I'm sure they'll be with us next week. I'm going to start off with, as usual, things that we should have, should have said last time but didn't. I think the list is mounting up every episode, isn't what, it? What, things we should have said? Yeah, yeah. a bit carried away. In all fairness, um, of course, we had to sort of talk about all the motorsport over the summer holiday. Mm. So it was inevitable things were going to be forgotten about. Mm. Two things I wanted to mention. Number one is just a personal favourite of mine, Le Mans 24 Hours. What I didn't mention was the Glickenhaus uh, cars came fourth and fifth. The prediction was they wouldn't last more than a couple of hours, and yet they did really, really well. That's my favourite racing car. Finn, do you have a favourite racing car? No, not really. Not really? You, you like all of them? Yeah. Perhaps I'll show you a picture of the Grickenhaus. That might become your favourite <laughs> racing car, Finn. And the other thing, which we I can't believe you didn't mention, the Spa Grand Prix. Oh. Finn, thoughts about that? Um, favourite Grand Prix. Uh, your favourite Grand Prix? Yeah, of amazing. course. So good. <laughs> yeah. The racing really is spectacular. Really. So some people might not know about the Spa race. Finn, just tell us what happened in the Spa race or what didn't happen. Um, so they raced for three minutes or something. Three laps. Three laps. Yeah. Three laps of about a minute well, under, under a safety car. It was yeah. So yeah, there, yeah. there were no there were no, no there was well there, there were no there was no racing at all. No, no. Was it two or three laps behind the safety car? Three, and then that means it constitutes as a race, meaning half points were able to be given out. 
I have a, my opinion yeah. on that is that is that that's silly. I think it's silly too because it also makes the standings look very messy because like yeah, he doesn't five, like the point point five. five. Okay, you don't like the point five. <laughs> yeah, that no. has happened before, nineteen eighty four. Recently one. too. I don't know really? when, but Mark Webber had half a point Did or something. Yeah. I'm not sure about it. Well, 1984, Louder won the championship by half, half a point. point. That's because half points were awarded Monaco? in the Monaco Grand Prix of 84. Um, that was stopped. I mean, the rain was probably worse than it was in Spa. But they, in those days, in the 80s, they actually raced in those conditions. Um, Max, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a, a word to describe the Belgian Grand Prix, which will impress you and surprise you. It's a word that you're familiar with. I'm going to say that the Belgian Grand Prix, I would say it was a Potemkin race. Mm, true. Have you heard the word Potemkin before? Of course I Where have you heard that word? Uh, in your lovely history lessons yes. about the Potemkin mutiny. You are Russia. right. This is impressive, Max. It's also reflecting well on my history teaching. The word yeah, Potemkin, the word Potemkin can be used as an adjective. You know, the, the, the business in, in Afghanistan a few weeks ago. Uh, where the government was over overrun by the Taliban. Yeah. I was reading an article which described the Taliban, sorry, the Afghanistan government as being a Potemkin government. So if something's described as being a Potemkin something, it means it's kind of, it's real, but only sort of superficially real. Right. So, yeah, but the Belgian Grand Prix took place and is classified as a race and, and it wasn't really a race. Verstappen yeah. is classified as winning the race, but there were no racing laps. Hence, I describe it as a Potemkin race this is this is highbrow Finn you, you look a little bit surprised by this you weren't expecting such highbrow and chance. we're outside and we're outside <laughs> right we're going to move on here we go race reports um obviously we're talking now about the Grand Prix from Monza that's quite a good race wasn't it? I'm going to start off with the with the prediction check so for Monza in terms of how we how we did in the predictions uh, Max and Ed Top scored with 10 points because you... Bottas. Oh, hold on. I got that wrong. You had Bottas in third. That's 25 points. No, I've got that completely wrong. You actually scored, Max. Bottas was third, wasn't he? Yeah. So that's 25 points. So I, I've actually... Oh, I've got this all wrong. Oh, dear. So, and Ed got back... Right, I've got to change the standing. So you actually scored very well in that. So I'm um, on 395. And I, I, yeah, no, after, no, I've got that all slightly wrong. It's probably no. 390. Now, okay, nobody predicted, surprise, surprise, that Ricardo would be first and Norris would be second. Right, let's go to, I'm going to go to you first, Max, your star rating and what you thought of the race. Best or, race ever, Daniel Ricardo won. Uh, so we, we're talking slight bias here. I think we might have seen that. Coming. How many stars are you going to give it? Uh, I have to be honest. I didn't actually watch it live. I um I was planning to, but then. Well, how many how many stars are you gonna give it? Uh, four. 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 It was quite good. Good. Um, Joe. Four and a half. Oh. I'd rack it up there with the best race of the season. Well, why, why is that? Uh, well, the clash between Verstappen and okay. Hamilton. That's always good to watch. <laughs> that was a pathetic crash. <laughs> lots of drama. Yes, lots of drama. I mean, there's the uh, one-two for McLaren, which I, no one would have seen coming. No. Um, no, nobody. I mean, yeah, it was a really interesting race. Um, Perez's fight back was interesting to watch. Yeah, um, yeah just, I just everything you'd want in a race, which was good. Perez must have the most overtakes of anybody. Yes. No, he does. Sebastian Vettel. Oh, hold on. He does. He, after that race, he did. Is, is that a fact, Finn? Yeah. Oh, okay. You've actually checked this? I saw it somewhere, but I'm you, saw, sure. you, you saw it somewhere. Right, Finn, your star rating for the race. How many stars? Three. Three. And why three? Ah. Uh, 
I don't really know actually. It's just, <laughs> so just I, I have great absolutely way. no clue, but I just you know go safe, go in the middle. You're just going in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so did you enjoy the race or no no strong feelings about it? The average. It was pretty average. Right, Finn, where did you watch the race from? I know the answer to this. How did you watch the race? Uh, I watched the like the last half of the ra- um, race on Max's phone on, oh. on our boat. That you ruined it. it for me. What's that? So, okay. I was going to watch it, yeah. and then I got invited out, so I thought, you know what, a Grand Prix can wait if I'm going out on a boat. Yeah. So then I thought, okay, put it on record. I turned off like all my social uh, media, so I couldn't get it or anything. Because yeah. that's what normally happens. So I you think. wanted to get yeah, home and watch it live, right? right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I normally think, okay, I won't watch it. And then on the way back home from wherever I am, I totally forget and I go on Snapchat or Instagram, and it's completely ruined. Yeah. So I even told all of the apps. Yeah, off. I do that. It's so impressive. Got out in my car. Got out in my car. I was ready to go. Get in my car. Ready to go away. Because Verstappen and Hamilton out. I go. Who, who said that? Me. Finn. I go, Finn. <laughs> what do you mean? So I, I thought, so you watched it on the boat. Yeah. yeah and you, because, and you, well, as we were and you didn't watch boat. it on the boat. No, we did. We watched it together. Right. But as we were getting to the boat in the car, yeah. I was convinced I wasn't watching it. Yeah. Evan, I just heard Verstappen Hamilton out. Oh, I see. And then oh. you thought, then you thought we might as well watch oh, it. Oh, I might as well watch it. Yeah. Okay. You've ruined it for so me. That's pretty good, isn't it? So you watched the race from a boat in what? The Solent? Laxon Harbour. Laxon Harbour. Wow, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Yes, quite it. Cold. What's that, sorry? Cold. It was quite cold. It wasn't. It's lovely weather. Of course, when I was your age, uh, you simply couldn't do that. You had to video the race. And I hope. About 30 and... years ago, In those days, you had to hope that the, the race didn't go on longer than the two hours. There, wasn't, there weren't any delays. Your recording wouldn't work. Well, yeah, I can remember the 1986 Spanish Grand Prix. Uh, for some reason I overran I don't know why but it was the closest ever finished to a Grand Prix I had been at Silverstone that day watching the first round of the Formula 2000 championship I think Formula 2 got home very excited about watching the Spanish Grand Prix and the recording stopped with about three laps to go mm-hmm. who won? Uh, it was um, Nigel Mansell from Ayrton Senna the closest ever finished you know what I did then Finn? Oh. I went upstairs and I I cried. I did. did I did. Actually? I did actually Surely, cry. Though, I did. Uh, Schumacher and Schumacher wasn't Rubens. around. No, no, no. But Schumacher and Rubens would have been a closer finish when because the race before I don't know which race it was. The race before he was ordered to give. Yeah, Schumacher no. The, the, this the, this was the closest. Mansell really? winning from Senna in Jerez in '86 is the closest ever Grand Prix finish. Right, let's move on. Um, so we've talked. To, what about the? They call it the sprint. It's not called sprint qualifying. Sprint it's not race. called. Sprint race, yeah. They call sprint, it the sprint, sprint. qualifying. Whatever it is. I was I, I was it. listening to Midley yeah. Motorsport last night, and they say you have to call it the sprint. What are your thoughts about this? this is the second one we've had now. It can only be used at certain tracks where overtaking is possible. Yeah. Interesting. If you did it in Sochi. Yeah. It would, it would genuinely be the worst thing. Interesting you say that because mid- Midweek Motorsport said the same thing, but they said that Monza wasn't a good place to have it because overtaking is quite difficult there. Oh, I disagree. Was I there any overtaking in, yeah. the, in the well, sprint? I mean, I've really Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel Ricciardo, yeah, overtook. Um, oh, there was. Yeah. Plenty yeah. of overtaking. Uh, Hamilton fell Hamilton down. Hamilton fell down to fifth. Um, yeah. Perez started his recline uh, up. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Finn, do you like the sprint? Uh. I find it's kind of odd. It's because like you get, I think I think I think the the one two three points for the first yeah. second. I think I think that shouldn't be a thing. But you overall, think, I think it's pretty. You difficult. think they shouldn't award points? No. 
And I, but the only thing I, the only qualm I have with that, I think points are great because it is, a, it is a race. Yeah. If spas are racing, sprint definitely. Well, is that's, that's fair, fair comment. Um, competitive laps, aren't I, they? Yeah, I just think that. I think points is fair. I think points. I is think fair. points. Okay. Fair, yeah. Um. Just gives an. I'll tell, tell you what it did yeah. do because had we not had the sprint, I think it would have been a Mercedes one too. Yes. Because weren't they top in qualifying? They were top yeah. in normal. Qualifying. So actually, I think we got a better Grand Prix. Much better Grand Prix after. Yeah. because of of the sprint and actually the action all happened in, on the run down to the first corner where Hamilton bogged down to, uh, and, uh, and Hamilton bogged down yeah. Norris overtook yeah. and Ricardo so actually well, that Norris Hamilton battle was good as well. I, I, yeah. was that in the that was in both in both I'm not race. a fan of the sprint but it did make for a better Grand Prix on Sunday I don't think we would have got them clown one two without the sprint no chance no. but as um, Nick Damon says on Midwick Motorsport Verstappen's going to have to have a couple of stars by his name gonna have to st- one of the stars saying although he won the Belgian Grand Prix it wasn't a race and two other stars that although he was on pole position for the Italian and British Grand Prix he didn't set he didn't the fastest lap in all of sprint. And had, actually, in the record books... The what's that to say again? Oh, yeah. Every oh. sprint he's had... He's every crashed. sprint we've had a clash between Verstappen and Hamilton. Oh, yes, you're right. Well, every race following the sprint. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, so, it, in the record books, pole positions should still go in the record books to the person who set pole in the qualifying. Yeah, I think so. And actually... Yeah for the result of the sprint just determines who starts first but the pole in the record books pole position should be who was it, was it, was it Bottas well, that's, it was it's quite it's confusing Bottas. apparently he doesn't technically get pole because he doesn't start on pole position I know, I know. for the next thing but Mercedes are celebrating him getting pole right everyone was celebrating him getting pole so it was right. I, I, I wonder what the rec- I wonder what the record books say about who was on pole position I don't know whether it's Max Stappen well that'd have yeah. to be as Nick Damon says and that's just by his name saying he wasn't the fastest qualifier let's move on so we've Up talked to, to my fun fact my what? fact of the week okay I'm going to talk about MotoGP but let's go, let, let's go with that okay, so let's go with that it's quite related yeah okay and it, and it might go off the next season yeah. next race yeah this is the first one two for a team this season no. Yeah. So there hasn't yeah. been a 1 2. There hasn't been a Mercedes 1 2. There hasn't been a Mercedes, hasn't been a Red Bull 1 2. Oh, really? Yeah. Max Stappen's won seven of the races. Lewis Hampton's only won four. Has he? And yeah, sure. Perez has won one, Ricardo's won one. Yeah. And Ocon. And Ocon's won one, yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. And so, yeah, it's the first Which one I two think for teams. It's really, really crazy, bearing in mind. If you actually look at that, if it wasn't for all of Max's DNFs and getting taken out, yeah. he would be so high. He would have he been would. leading the championship by a lot. Now, almost 75 Right, points. okay. Let, let, let's, let's talk about that because Midweek Motorsport last night, they, they spoke at length about the incident between Hamilton and uh, Verstappen. Finn, let's go to your thoughts on that. Uh, now, now, Verstappen's received a three-grid place penalty yeah, for the next I race. Know. Finn, is it, was that a good decision? Do you disagree? Can I just say we are all rebels? Yeah, okay, so there's going to be a lot, a lot of bias here. So, Finn, your thoughts on that? It's absolutely stupid. It's very clearly a racing incident. I mean, I I don't really know. If you look at the replay, Verstappen really should have tried to get in the outside. But it happened to Hamilton. Uh, he was already turning in, yeah. so he couldn't do anything. Who, who couldn't do anything? Verstappen. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Well, yeah, Verstappen was collected on the inside yeah. and pushed over onto the, the sausage uh, curve, which launched yeah. his car up. So, a racing incident. So, so oh. Finn, you're saying racing incident. You're saying racing incident. I'm saying racing incident. Yeah. Jack, um, Villeneuve has come out and said yeah. they wouldn't have given him a penalty if it wasn't for the wheel touching his head. That's, a, that's quite a good point, actually. Yeah. Which I think is probably quite accurate. The other yeah. thing is Fernando Alonso has come up and said that it was unnecessary from Hamilton. Hamilton tried to push him onto the curb. 
because uh, make him skip the corner. Ace, we get a warning, and B, because that's what happened a few laps before. I, I have a number of, sort of different sort of sort of thoughts about this. Um, it's a risky move by Verstappen. Going around the outside into the Retifugio chicane is a risky move. You are relying on the driver on the inside making room for you. If he doesn't make room for you, so you either go out. off, you either go off, yeah. or you actually make contact. So you could argue that you could argue that Hamilton caused the crash because he didn't make room. But then again, if Hamilton makes room, he loses the place. He right. doesn't yeah. want to do that. Because if, if Hamilton concedes to Verstappen, that means, I think, psychologically, when they battle again, I think Verstappen's going to have the upper hand. I think it's total racing incident. I, I don't well, see I, I, any, I agree. Yeah, I, I think, think if it was for anyone else, any, anyone else with the race, like if it was Fernando Alonso, Espen Ocon, right. racing incident. I think you're probably right. Um, if we go, just a, another thought about this is that Verstappen could have actually gone over the escape road. He could have done that. Another thought is that the crash benefited Verstappen more because he's heading the championship. So actually, he yeah, could afford to crash. About, I think maybe about 11 points. Hamilton couldn't afford to crash. So you might say Hamilton perhaps should have given way. But I'll tell you having, what it is now, sir, which it hasn't been for the whole season. Yeah. From the start of the season, it was Hamilton's championship to lose. Yeah. It's now Verstappen's. Yeah, I think yeah. that's true. It's so, now for Staffan's championship, Going back to the incident, I have... I, I'm not sure what my opinion is. I think my opinion is is that it was a racing incident. That That's what I think. Both could have given more space. Midweek Motorsport last night, they, they said a couple of things. They said, they said the Sky Formula 1 commentary is biased towards Red Bull. They all said that. I, I don't watch the sky. I only watch the highlights on. I, I have said. I think that Nico Rosberg. I think yeah. is definitely rebel bias. Yeah. Oh, okay. There, there we go. I think it's because he doesn't get on with Hamilton. Because he doesn't get on with yeah, Hamilton. That's probably. But that being said, I think they're generally quite. I think. Every, I, think I think everyone's going to have a bias. Yeah. I think they do have a rebel bias, but yeah. whether that rebel bias is big. Oh, well, the minute it happened. I think it's everyone's a Red Bull Martin fan because Bro- they they want they, they the want a different yeah. they want a different happened. team to win. And I think as soon as let's say Red Bull string together six championships like Mercedes, yeah, have, they're, everyone they're, will then become a Mercedes. I think fan. you're probably right. Yeah. Um, they also said they were very scathing. That's okay. They were that was Matron, by the way. Um, <laughs> they were very scathing on movement of Asia Max Verstappen. Um, because they said that he's probably too aggressive. They they don't think he's much. They they the think we put to them that they're Mercedes bars. That that could be the case. But <laughs> their opinion is that he hasn't. That he's not a very. How old is Max Verstappen? Twenty three. Twenty three. Well, and he's he's not quite an experienced racer. Experienced. And they're yeah. saying actually, um, they they think he needs to show more maturity. Their opinion was. That's a crash. Well, it's an incident which which didn't have to happen. Yeah, it could have been a So that 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 that. that I um, agree, but then it, people say that he's a very aggressive racer. He's a very aggressive well, racer, but he's one of the only people. I'm not sure after this weekend, but he was, I think, the only person on the grid without any penalty points. Yeah, and also it's it's quite it, it's quite. We want aggressive racers, don't we? Because actually, <laughs> Hamilton has had no competition. Over the last no. five or six years, nobody's actually like, raced. Actually nobody's it. raced no. wheel to wheel with Hamilton, oh, so right. it's great that that's happening. And and you know when you get to equal drivers and equal cars, you are going to have incidents. Think Prost and Senna in 1989 and 1990. What? They both they clashed at Suzuka. I was thinking about it. Well, Schumacher and Hill. If you look yeah, absolutely, back in yeah. the history book, Schumacher was competitive to a lot of championships he didn't actually win. Yes. Hamilton's only had two championships where he was competitive and haven't. And he's lost won. the 2016 one. 2016 and, yeah. and 2006? Yeah. yeah, seven or eight. Has seven. he lost them both? 
Well, he lost 2016, and then 2017 was Kimi Raikkonen. So, and also Schumacher's this one, it argument. seems to be losing. So, as well. bottom line is these clashes between them is a reflection on the close competition of the fans. So that, that's the way it's got to move on because we've got five minutes till lunch. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to miss our lunch, Finn. No. You know what? I couldn't care at all less about this season because they've got new regulations next year. So and you're. I really couldn't care who wins this championship or not. Really? So you're you're, you're just focused on the future. Yeah. Very good. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm focused on... Excellent. Um, folks, it was a MotoGP uh, from Aragon at the weekend. Uh, predictions check. Well, the result was Bagnaya, your man Max, was first. Oh, yeah. Marquez second, yeah. Uh, Mir third. Where was Rossi? Nowhere. Oh. You've got to stop going for Rossi. Um, who scored highest in that? I did, you. because I... Look, I got Bagnaya to win, and I got Marquez third. Cotuaro didn't feature. Unfortunately, the, the Yamaha suffered in the on the long back straight. So, how many points do you want? I got well. I got. Uh, I got. Thir- You're thrashing. I me. got 35 points from the MotoGP. Bagnaya first. Oh. Marquez. I got Marquez, but he. I did say to you, and you were surprised. I said Marquez will do well, and he did because it's a it's an anti-clockwise circuit, and that doesn't put so much stress Friend on his uh, right, hold on, right, shoulder. right shoulder. That's right. Um, brilliant. Did you see the race? No, brilliant race, brilliant race. Marquez and Bagnaia, last few laps, are swapping places every lap. It's really exciting. Moto two was won by Raúl Fernández. Mm-hmm. Uh, dominated that. He won it despite the fact he had a broken metatarsal. What's a metatarsal? I don't know. I think it's a bone. Finger, in, it's a bone yeah. in your finger, I think. Um, so they thought he would suffer. He completely dominated the race. Raúl Fernández. Don't forget, it's his Thank first you. year in moto two that's his fifth win he is a superstar in the making moto three race was very entertaining pedro costa the championship leader crashed out early that was good news for sergio garcia in second place sergio garcia about to take a whole look about to catch up in the championship to acosta crashed on the last lap very very dramatic indeed right so moving on um i've actually got um Got the clue to last to last to the last um, pit it's stop pilgrimage. Do you want to read the clue? Yeah, this is the last one. And I, I know the, I've worked out the answer. Last ever one. No, no, it's not. Okay. Well, unless it is. I think it might be, but it might not. Be. I don't think it is. I read okay. out the clue. I've worked out the answer. Listen to this, Finn. You've got to work out. Well, good luck with this, Finn. But you've got to work out the location. Oh, Off yeah. you go. Seen in the team's channel. Are you, are you seen oh, yeah. that? Do you know the answer? Well, read it out, Joe. <laughs> The atmosphere is electric here, where big cats rule. Rule. Let's listen to the tick rap, the 44-mile car journey. Right, well, I've worked out the answer. Do you know the answer? No. Well, I've worked out the answer. The answer is Patrick. Patrick, who we, who we uh, had an interview Curry. with. Patrick yeah, from Curry. Formula E, yeah. because big cats are Jaguars. Electric is Formula E. Yeah. Finn, we had, during the holidays, we had really an online guess. interview Really with Patrick guess. from the Jaguar Formula E team. He was a fantastic guy. Amazing, yeah. I was amazed at... Well, so interesting. His well, knowledge he was. is... He's just so wide. Well, d- d- just how interesting his answers were. The aunt, I mean... In depth. Yeah, yeah. Very in depth. The interview lasted an hour and a half. But it also could have gone on for longer. Could have gone on for longer. Yeah. But also interesting, he hasn't just done Formula E. He's been... Formula 1, Formula He's done two, Formula yeah. 1. He's done Formula 2000. This chat was really, really interesting. You like yeah. Schumacher. And he, yes, you're right. He engineered Rated Michael Schumacher for, for for one day. It was Ooh. in a GP2 car or a Formula 1000 car, actually, in those days. Um, now, that interview, it's not ready just yet. 
that might go out as a separate podcast. It was about an hour and a half long. So it's I've, worth a listen. I've got a feeling that listen. won't be incorporated in one of our mm-hmm. Friday evening shows. I think that might be a separate podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so excellent. you can ask your smart, smart speakers to play it. Yes. At home. You can. Oh, well, yes. Hopefully, yes. Um, now, we're going to move on to predictions. Is it, there's no Formula One this week, is there? Nope. No, it's MotoGP from, uh, it's from Mizano. Ah, what good on Mizano. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Because that will help you. No, okay, right, so yeah. I'm going to go last. Your predictions, I Max. Okay. Don't say Rossi first because you're just going to lose if you say that. Okay. Zarko. Zarko. Jack yep. Miller. Miller. Uh, Bagnaia. Bagnaia. Joe? Uh, and Rossi Bagnaia. Bagnaia? Yeah. yeah. Mia. Mia. Um, Quattrovari. Okay, I'm going to go for Bagnaia having won his first race, I think will win the next race. He should have won Mizano last year. Bagnaia first. I'm going Quattroaro second. And I'm going to go Mia third. I'll tell you what, Zarco has completely disappeared. He was leading the championship early doors. He's been nowhere. He's disappeared. Be perfectly honest, I only said him because he was the first name that popped into my He's head. one of the few you actually know. I know so, five. what I'll do, I'll get the. Now, Rossi. Finn. You don't. You haven't seen MotoGP, have no. you? Do you know what it is? Yeah. Motorbike racing. Motorbike. Do you have BT Sport? I do. I would suggest having a look at that at the weekend, because once you've watched MotoGP, you might become an ex Formula One fan. No. You might become. I am no. a MotoGP super fan. Formula Finn. One's right. Wikipedia. Right. The bell's just gone for lunch. We need our lunch, so uh, we're going to end it there. Uh, please tune in next week, where we'll be talking about. Well, obviously, we're talking about the MotoGP at Mazzano. So please tune in next week. I don't know how we're going to finish these for now. How do you want to finish, Joe? We, we normally, well, we used to say goodbye from me and then yeah. we always used to do goodbye from there. Do you want to carry on with that? Should we do that? Are you there can... other ways of doing it? I want to mix up the ending. Say it in a different language. We could say it in a different language. Mm. Can you, do you know any languages? Do you know how to say goodbye? in Spanish. Do you do oh, Spanish, yeah. Finn? I do Spanish, yeah. Can you say goodbye in Spanish? Um, no. No, no, it's adios. Adios. Oh, yeah, right. or uh, as, adios. Or hasta la vista. Hasta la vista. This was an SJC radio production. It was presented and written by Mr. Bird, Finn, Max and Joe. It was edited by Mr. Bird and the producer was Tom Russell. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as tune in like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well